Um, as we say on a Friday night, we normally start off looking at Made in Mzanzi, so we put a spotlight on locally produced goods. Tonight we're talking jeans. We'd like to know from you, how much would you pay for a pair of jeans? Now, not just any pair of jeans. We're talking about custom-made jeans. So how much would you pay for a pair of custom-made jeans? Um, give us a call, 891 104207 891 104207 You can also SMS us, 40938, 40938. SMSs are charged at 150. Hit us up on Twitter, at SFM Radio. I'm at Lizzie underscore Khan. Tonight we're going to speak to Tepo Mohlala, who is the founder of of Tepo Jeans, uh, fondly called the Gene Maker. Tepo, thank you very much for taking the time to chat to us this evening. Today, on Friday. It's a Friday night. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat. <laughs> you sound like you're in a in a dark room somewhere. Somebody keeping you hostage. No, no, no. I'm in the studio. I'm at work in the yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your jeans. Um, you sure. know. Uh, uh, I must say, I think I saw them for the first time on Instagram. I think Somizi was the one who posted a picture of them, and I absolutely fell in love with the jeans. Um, and I, I was a little bit heartbroken uh, with the thought that you don't actually make women's jeans. Um, am I right or am I wrong? Actually, I custom make women's jeans. Do you? Okay, that's great. Yes, so we custom we tailor make um, um, ladies' jeans, but we don't have them readily available um, in the real, but that's what we're working on for the next coming month. Okay, so talking about your jeans, um, looking sure. at um, where you started off, it was very interesting for me to say to see that you started off. A, you know, you left your studies at AFTA and then went yeah. to go study fashion design. What yeah. what sparked that? First of all, that interest for you in fashion, um, and what made you make that decision to change? Um, you know, you, basically what you were studying into going into a different field. So, so I was raised by um, three great women in my life, and I was the first male in the family. So for them, I always, I think I was a puppet. You know how women <laughs> would make you look like the person probably that love to date or whatever. So uh, um, my granny, pastor, she always said to me, Tepo, you're a gentleman and you have to look like one all the time. Mm-hmm. And at the time growing up, um, there used to be a lot of people coming to our house who dressed a particular way. And as a pastor's kid, you always need to look presentable for yes. the family's sake as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that really played a vital role in my life for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, then went to, to after to study filmmaking and realized that I'm actually in the wrong class. I'm supposed to be doing fashion. <laughs> I know so much about fashion. I literally know so much about movies and, and, and the film world. So I made the call. I was like, you know what, let me just be true to myself and go study fashion. I didn't really say I want to be a teammaker. Mm-hmm. Later on came to me that, you know, this is a platform for you and it's a space that you can use to tell stories. I love telling stories. And um, 2015, when I started the brand, I kind of saw denim as a canvas that I used to tell stories. And that's really how I got into the fashion industry, how I got into the denim industry. Now, it's very interesting that you say you chose denim, you know, because, I mean, I look at jeans and I'm really by no no stretch of the imagination, am I a, a, a fashion connoisseur at all? But I love my jeans. Yes. I think I probably own about 10 or like 15 different pairs of jeans. Yes. Uh, yes. So, so, you know, for me, jeans is about utility. I've got a little boy, he's four years old, mm-hmm. and generally, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, he messes up 
everything I wear. So that's why you go yeah. for something like like jeans. But when we look, yeah. when we're looking at at at, at your particular jeans uh, and, and and the denims that you print, you know, the fabric that you use, the designs that you use, we're talking about uh-huh. something that is very different to to my mommy jeans. Uh, am I correct? Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, I, 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 um, we are focused on um, separating nature. We focus on ready to wear stuff, mm-hmm. ready to wear So something that you can dress up, you can dress up. So if you, you know, go in the hood, they say, you want to enter them, but you don't want to enter, enter them. You want to yeah. look good, but you still want to be within the people. So you go for a pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've, I've always loved something that's simple, classic, and timeless. Mm-hmm. And like I say, it, it, for me, it, every pair of things that we create is an opportunity for you or for anybody else to create their own stories. Um, our time um, base are people who travel the world and they don't pack much. You know, you pack a pair of jeans, two good pair of jeans, and travel the world for a couple of months. Definitely. And the, the beautiful thing about jeans is that after you wear it, it kind of tells us who, what type of person you are, what you do, how how you, it, how you take care of it. So for me, it's all about um, something that's very functional, creating something that's functional, but also giving it a whole feel. Okay. You know, um, I think a lot of people had a, when I first started out, a lot of people had a problem with me using pebble as a common name, which is not really a, a, a sexy exotic name and for me I thought this is a name that we can take to the world out there and a whole lot of Africans can um, um, relate to it because Tepo every second guy is probably a Tepo you probably did a Tepo I don't know but I also <laughs> like the story uh, behind that because you say that you know your, your Tepo is your name and it means hope um, and yes. you know for you it was the hope that, that you would be able to have a brand of your own one day and you hope yes that this brand actually inspires hope in others. So, you know, yes. I, I think a lot of times as South Africans, we don't always appreciate, um, you mm-hmm. know, what the roots of things are. We just look at it and go, oh, it should have been something that's a little bit sexier. So the, the one thing I wanted to know, though, is like, you know, looking at how you started, you started with a loan um, of 8,000 Rand from, from a friend. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs you know, kind of use the fact that they, they d- can't get funding. I don't want to say mm. as an excuse, but they say it's a huge challenge. Um, yes. What would you say to entrepreneurs like that? Um, so I, 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 my entrepreneurship journey started at a very young age. Um, at the age of um, 10 years old, I started selling sweets in school. And the business grew so fast that I was giving too much credit and then the business crashed. <laughs> For me, I I have I, learned how business works, and it's just you have to start where you are. Whatever you can find around you, start with that. Mm-hmm. And if you're patient enough, and if you're patient enough as well, eventually it will pay off. You know, I was saying to a friend of mine that um, to, to, um, a couple of kids that are actually mental, that the most important thing, if you have a vision, if you have a goal, you have to stick by it, whether you have the money or you don't have the money. Money will catch up with you. Money will follow you. Will follow you if you are loyal to yourself. Okay. So I, 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 I believe that you have to start from where you are and be true to yourself, and everything else will follow. Unfortunately, we live in a world. I come from. I come from nothing. Mm-hmm. So I am extreme poverty, like extreme poverty that um, even my family couldn't afford. Couldn't give me money to start the business. But yeah. Because I know, I've tried and tested a whole lot of things. I've learned that you can actually 
from from one thousand rand you can grow to ten thousand to ten to ten million. The same energy you use for, for the same energy you use um, to make ten the same energy you use to make ten million. million. So for me, it's all a mental shift. Okay. You know, so start with. Uh, and then everything else will follow. Tebo, I want to talk about the genes and when people can get hold of you, um, as well as what the process is that you follow, where do you get your material, um, uh, all of that sort of stuff just after the break because now we have to pay the bills. Anfield Stadium will be the battlefield as SABC Sport brings you the Premier League match of the week between Liverpool and Cardiff City. Cardiff City back on what's become familiar territory. Liverpool back where they belong. The Reds, who proven to be serious title contenders, face the Bluebirds this Saturday, live on SABC3 at 3.30pm. Football's biggest stage, brought to you by SABC Sport. For the love of the game, the world's best football league, now available to all. We saved 22% on the cost of this radio ad by recording it on a cell phone with no music, no sound effects, no producer, no fuss. You could also save up to 22% on your life insurance premiums by going direct to One Life. No paperwork, no medicals, and no increasing your premiums for 24 months. Plus, if you get an obligation-free quote now before the 9th of December 2018, you stand a chance to win your share of 100,000 Rand. SMS Life to 44143. One Life. Changing lives. SMS rates and T's and C's apply. One Life is a trusted authorized FSP. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.4 FM in Durban. You're on SAFM leading the conversation. Uh, it's just gone 23 minutes after 7 p.m. I am in conversation with uh, Tepo the Gene Maker, Motlala, this evening. He is the founder of Tepo Jeans. Um, Tepo, before we went to the break, uh, I asked the question, where do you source your, your denim uh, for, um, for the jeans that you make? So we source our denim locally. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, since we are a small-scale business, we do not have... Um, access to the mills. Okay. So um, big mills won't give us the opportunity to go to them and speak terms with them. They really want big orders. Yes. So we serve locally, local, local um, retailers and um, we use what we can find. Like I said, everything is, I use what I can find to, to go to the next level. So um, we serve our staff locally and our design process really is to get the fabric from there. That's when we start designing. Mm-hmm. After we know what type of fabric it is, what type of colors it's going to give us after we wash it, um, what, the, what, the shrink, what the shrinkage of the material, then we start designing from there. Um, for a simple pattern, um, it has to be a very fun- the item has to be functional and practical to an everyday wearer. Okay. And um, also it has to tell a story. Um, the, the first the ring that it currently took out lately, it, it's me saying to the world for the first time ever. I after three years of being in the, in the fashion business, like I started with a small loan, a small loan of eight thousand rand, and I couldn't really afford a whole other thing. For the first time ever, we have branded patterns, we have branded ribbons, just everything Fantastic. is branded full and brand. And 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 it, it's just the process, the thinking process behind it was to celebrate that after three years, we're, after two years, we were able to accomplish something like this. But we source our fabrics locally, and we're hoping to grow the business to a point where we can go to a mill and say, "Hey, we're looking for this fabric. We're looking for this color." 
can you do that for us? Now, uh, it's very interesting that you say, you know, after three years, you, you've now, you know, looking at basically having your your name um, on the yeah. buttons, on everything. When you saw the first pair of jeans and, and you saw all of that with, with your name on it, what did it make you mm-hmm. feel? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first day when my buttons arrived, I, I, was, I, I cried. I went to, to the bedroom and I cried a bit because um, I've always been dreaming about it. So I cried and, and I got anxious as well. And I was happy, I was anxious. Um, it was, it, it's, I can't explain the feeling. It, it's, yeah, it was a very beautiful moment that it finally, I think, after three years, you can see this thing happening. You know, um, um, so for me, it, it, yeah, it was just a beautiful moment that, I think a lot of people actually kind of saw it and it actually grew the brand from what it is. It grew our brand value by 300%. Wow. Um, yeah, it, it, it really did a lot for our business. And where we are situated at Victoria, one of the most beautiful spaces in Johannesburg is a prime location. It's a maker's city. Everybody around us is a maker, mm-hmm. from a leather guy, a woodwork guy, a glass maker. And there's a team guy there, there's a gallery, there's a painter, one of us. South Africa's most iconic um, um, painter, Ayana Mabul, is right across our, across our studio. And he's the guy who actually gave us the crown on our, on our, on our pocket. On your pocket, yes. And, yeah, and, and, and for us, it's, we are in a very prime location which also positions our brand where we wanted it to be. Now, talking about you know positioning your brand, you obviously need to make a choice as to who you are you are catering for when it comes to marketing. Yes. Um, yes. So, so one of the things that caused a few roar on 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 social media was the cost of of your jeans from from nine hundred and fifty rand. Uh, would you say that that when it comes to South Africans, we often feel um, or often don't necessarily want to pay um, for our local, produ- you know, our local producers and our local designers, where we would be willing to pay that amount for an international label? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I, I think a lot of people who said that is um, are, are people with who will really can afford it. It's, and, and I think people are also being silly on social media. Yeah. You know, the thing about social media is that people, anyone, anybody can say whatever they want. True. You know, and unfortunately, bad news kind of travel fast Faster. as opposed to good, to yes. good news. And, and to that, we, we, we look at it as a, a blessing in disguise because that also grew our time. So when people started saying, hey, but I'm not willing to pay 954 people. South African man, I am not willing to pay that. Who calls them? Who names these people? Mm. You know, and it created a very beautiful conversation around brand names from international brands to local brands. That hey, but for the past couple of years, we've been consuming brands that are by people's names, and we're willing to pay five thousand rand for exactly. a pair of jeans. Why can't we pay a, um, nine hundred and fifty for a, um, um, a local name? So for us, it, 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 it has been a, a, a great marketing opportunity that we also use to, to, to sell more of our products. Okay. Uh, um, but like really a lot of people have said that are people who are just silly and people who wanted us to, to have a depression. Probably. I don't know. But, um, we, we Hopefully not. We look at it as a, as, a, as, a, as a negative, but we took the positive out of it. 
Um, a tip of the line is just going in and out. So if, 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 if people do want to get hold of you, what's the best way to do that? The best way to get a hold of us, um, you can follow us on social media, Tap of the Team Maker, mm-hmm. um, Instagram and Facebook, and um, Twitter with Tap of Teams. And you can call us directly, 0783-77381, or you can send us an email on um, hello at Tap of the Team 100%. We'll put up those details for you. Um, and I hope yeah. you grow from strength to strength. All the best. Thank you so much for the call. Hey. Thank you. And I'm very, very happy that I, you make uh, custom-made women's jeans. I will be visiting you. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's, right, thanks, Tip. Okay. Have a good Friday. Yes, bye-bye. Bye. That's Tip or uh, the jean maker, Moshlala. He is the founder of Tip or Jeans. Do go on to his Twitter as well as um, for, uh, Instagram sites. The jeans are really, really um, amazing to see. Great work. Um, visit him. Um, support locally produced goods. You know, we're in a country where we have uh, such high rates of unemployment. We need to um, get to the point where we actually are saying we're doing this for the betterment of our country. We are not just uh, looking at international brands, but putting money in back, uh, putting money back into into the land, into the people uh, and investing in where it matters the most.